Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. I am Matt Moody, joined as always by DJ Mitchell to go through uh, Thursday, June 24th. One game uh, in the NHL. Uh, DJ, you covered for me on a Tuesday. You know, that game uh, didn't go uh, quite as we would have expected, but no. we get another chance to go at it again. So uh, how you doing? Um, and yeah, I mean, what's up? Yeah, I, you know, I feel like I had a lot of good calls in the player props, and then I had some really bad calls on the game in general, and <laughs> it's playoff time, so you never know what's going to happen exactly, but I was touting Pacioretty pretty high, and he at least made me look somewhat smart, and I also thought the Cole Caulfield to score prop looked a little bit weird comparatively to his position and what he's been doing on the ice, and that seemed to work out, but other than that, yeah, I, I liked Vegas a lot. I almost actually considered taking them minus one and a half. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. And I just end up not taking it at all personally. And I'm, I'm really glad I didn't. So um, <laughs> oh, yeah. how was your trip? I mean, how did that go? Yeah, no, I was in uh, I was in LA for just about a week and it was great. Um, saw one of my buddies play three rounds at golf while I was out there, which was a whole lot of fun. Saw my sister's um who were in town for you know their own vacation we met that up lived, once like, a stone's throw from me but and and they were on vacation with your cousins yeah, it's also true. <laughs> so it's just, you know just uh you know whatever dj and i the uh the, well uh basically family so yeah. you know that's what you're getting here you're just gathering around the family table as we talk about one scintillating game of carry price hockey um and yeah i mean that's you know, really what we are going to get into. Um, but before we get to that, uh, let's cover prize fix. So if you're new to the show, head on over to prizefix.com right now and sign yourself on up using promo code MMN, it's in Mayo Media Network. Um, what you do over on prize fix is you create entries with up to five players across multiple sports. Uh, these can be cross sport entries, all of them. Um, so for hockey, it's pretty straightforward. You'll see a list of names next to fantasy points. All you do is you pick the over or the under. Um, so we actually do have a couple that we like here. Uh, I went first with my selection because I thought this was the best play on the board. And it's not because I don't like Vegas in game six. You know, we'll talk about the, the larger scale sort of, you know, what we think is going to happen. But Mark Stone right now is at 4.1. And if you need a reminder of the scoring system over on prize picks, you get a half point for a shot, half point for a block, and then you get two points for an assist and three points for a goal. So 4.1 on Mark Stone, who hasn't even totaled four blocks plus shots at all in this series. He's not, he's not yet cleared it. You're telling me he's going to get multiple points or he's going to have, you know, a ceiling shots game. I don't see it. I love Max Pacioretty in this spot. I think his over is perfectly defensible. But at 4.1, I think Mark Stone is one of the easiest unders uh, that I've really, you know, <laughs> that we've seen on prize picks. Because, you know, we love to take the overs. We love the shooters. Um, but Mark Stone's just not a great shooter. Uh, the power play is struggling. He's not playing great hockey. He doesn't have a point in this series. So I will take Mark Stone and the under. DJ, what are you thinking here? I wanted to take something from the other side. So I went with the guy that had, the, I think the best game, at least the analytic wise, he had the best game in Tyler Toffoli, even though he only had the one assist. Um, you know, it was funny. I was talking to my friend earlier and he was saying, you know, the Canadians had four goals. Like he's like, man, they, these guys look really good. They only have one guy that had more than one shot on goal that scored Suzuki, <laughs> Kakademi and Stahl all had one shot, one goal. Uh, I, I think that Toffoli was far and away their best player. He had three high danger shot attempts. He had the assist. He had, he had five total shot attempts. So 
I'm highest on him to be the guy to, you know, get a point, get a goal, a guy that they're definitely going to try to feed. You know, if he scores, he automatically hits the over for you at 3.4, which is kind of nice. Like you don't have to worry about anymore, but also I think he does have the rate shooting that could get you there. Um, We know the Canadians are going to be blocking pucks. Any one of them could have a ceilings block game as well. And, you know, more to the point of anything else, it, if you're telling me what line's going to score, it's probably the Toffoli Caulfield Suzuki line, and he's heavily involved in that offense. So I yep. think that would be the easiest take there from um, the Canadian side. I, I do like said, that. Yeah, check out prizefix.com. Use promo code MMN. Check out all of the stuff. Um, they got sports I've never heard of. They got all the games. League, League of Legends, I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. Um, but, you know, if you know any of these sports and you already are looking at them and trying to place bets, this is a good way to get some hockey involved with other things. Uh, anything else you want to add there? Uh, no, no, I think uh, I think you covered it. So use promo code MMN. Uh, let's get into things. I sort of wanted to start with a, a sort of, you know, segue based off of what you were saying about Tyler Toffoli. Um, and, you know, this is game six. It's an elimination game for the Golden Knights. Uh, this is a game where, you know, if the Golden Knights are trailing in the third period, they will pull their goalie. If it's three goals, if it's four goals, really doesn't matter. <laughs> um, like they're going to pull their goalie because they need, uh, like they need to score. Um, and the thing that I like about Tyler Toffoli that I don't necessarily like about, say, Cole Caulfield, the other rate shooter on that line, is that Toffoli kills penalties. He's out there in empty net situations. Cole Caulfield will almost certainly not be out in those defensive situations. Um, so I do think that there's a little edge there, not just in sort of the, the goal prop. I know you nailed Caulfield the other day, DJ, uh, that prop, but like just to fully in general, I think is a really at a you know strong price point and also, you know, prize picks and all that stuff. But I do think there's a lot to like about the Foley's rates and also about his usage in this spot, regardless of how the game script goes. Um, and you can't say the same thing about Cole Caulfield, in my opinion, uh, any thoughts on that? or uh, any sort of like showdown uh, specific things about like empty nets and you know, all that good stuff yeah. that comes with the silly elimination five goal or five empty net goal type games that are just, you know, waiting around the corner for us. Yeah. I think what we talk about every time we talk about showdowns is just building your game script. So if you're game scripting in Montreal, win a close win, even if your thing is going to be low scoring, um, you could definitely, I think it's very serviceable to say that Tafoli could be your captain because he gets that first goal they get up two to one. I mean, obviously you want price in that lineup as well. And then Toffoli varies an empty netter and you're looking at like a very unique roster construction, I think with him as captain that I don't think he'll be the highest on captain by any stretch of the imagination with uh, Petrangelo just a bit above him. I think he'll be a, a lot <laughs> higher owned in the captain spot. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely think there's an angle there um, that's worth looking into. Um, but like I said, definitely build the game script the way you want it to be. Um, and then go from there. So if you are building a lineup that has Montreal winning, I think that that would make sense over a guy like Caulfield. All right. Um, before we talk about some other players and things like that, uh, I do sort of want to talk about the game in general because, you know, we do have these, uh, we have money lines. Um, we have the over under that sort of thing right now. Vegas is minus one fifty five uh, to force a game seven. Um, this game is in Montreal, of course. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm leaning on this one. So to me, it feels like the over five and a half is slightly better. Um, but, you know, I, that's obviously a lot, of that, a lot of that comes on the carry price. Like if he yeah. only lets up one goal, then yeah, the, the over is almost certainly not getting there. But if he lets up even two, 
Um, then you're saying, you know, three to two of an empty netter or something like that. Like I could really, you know, an empty netter tacked on to the three to two. I could yeah. perfectly see that happening. And so I just kind of want to bet on Carey Price letting in more than one goal um, and then just sorting, let, letting the rest sort itself out. So, um, you know, I think I'm strongest on the over. And then I honestly might dabble in the Montreal money line at plus money. Um, I just haven't seen the scoring touch that I thought Vegas might have found. Um, maybe patches getting hot could fix that, but sheesh, um, it's real tough to watch that team right now offensively, uh, which makes me kind of want to just take the plus money and maybe uh, flip a weighted coin there. So, uh, do you agree with me or do you have a different stance? Yeah. I mean, I like the over last time out, which I thought was definitely going to hit. I mean, <laughs> once Montreal had that third goal, I was like, Oh my God, yeah. it's going to happen. There's no way. And then Vegas scores, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get there. We're going to get there. I just couldn't quite – it was the engine that just couldn't. And I yeah. do like it. Um, You know, the five and a half, especially depending on the odds you can get, I, you know, as of now, it's going to be way – like you're going to get a better odds on the over. Um, And I just think a five and a half, it, it's so volatile, like we said, with the empty netter that it could hit that it's worth it. I, I'm still siding with Vegas. I think that the better team, I think that they honestly, like – you know, for a four to one game, I don't think they got egregiously outplayed by any stretch. They had a lot of good chances towards the end of the game and Carey Price stood in his head. You know, guys like Riley Smith and Marcus and Pietrangelo had a ton of shot attempts. And I just don't think that it's going to hold um, in this matchup. I think Vegas finds a way to score on the power play, which they haven't done. And um, I don't think since the pandemic begun. Um, so hopefully they can find a way to get that, uh, get it done here. And I'm just going to ride it because, you know, I was really high on it last time and it, it burned me, but <laughs> I'm going back to the well. I'm just going right back to it. I think Leonard will be in net. I think Leonard will play really well. I'm not sure if you saw him at, but he was like, ask me questions on my flight. And like, he seems really relaxed and calm. He was answering people's questions on Twitter, just having a good old time. So maybe it's, it's a good time to, to jump over to him and, and, and let that guy hopefully get them a win and get, force a game seven in a really exciting series. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. I mean, Vegas should be the better team. They are the better team on paper. It is pretty interesting on the series, um, you know, just looking at the expected goals each goalie has faced. Uh, Flurry's let in 10 goals on 10.4 expected goals, you know, pretty much normal. Leonard obviously had one start, 2.7 against, uh, let in one. So, you know, good, good game from him there. Carey Price, 13 expected goals against, 11 allowed. Which is, which is crazy because he's faced three of those on the power play and not let in a single power play goal. So yeah. there's what you're saying. I mean, the, the power play for Vegas needs to put it together. Uh, if they can get it going, they do have a new unit. Um, I don't remember yeah. if you touched on I this have, the, the last show. Up, but Yeah, um, I, I kind of – I think I mentioned that the unit was um, – I think I, yeah. I – maybe I did. Maybe, I thought I said Marcus was on the first unit of Peter Angel. Maybe I didn't. I, I can't recall now. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, Patches and Marcheseau are on the top along with Petrangelo, and then down low are Mark Stone and William Carlson. So gone is the Chandler-Stevenson power play one. Um, obviously gone is the Alec Martinez, you know, trigger man on the top power play. So I'm kind of staying away from, you know, him – uh, Theodore, especially just because I, I don't really want to be betting on block shots in this game when I kind of feel like the empty net goals, the, just the goals in general are what I want to try and get a piece of, um, you know, which really puts us into a tough spot because Petrangelo, I mean, what the hell do we do with him? Um, because his, the score prop is uh, outlandish for a defenseman. You know, it, it's plus two, plus 280 over on DraftKings. Um, the next closest defenseman would be 
Uh, yeah, Martinez at plus 400. We have Petrie and Weber way down the board, closer to plus 450s. So it's like, you know, they're really saying Petrangelo has found a new gear offensively. And the last time you and I talked, none of this was happening. I mean, he had a big shots on goal game the day before. Um, but, you know, th- this last three games with Petrangelo has just been ridiculous. So uh, where do you come down on that? You know, the showdown price has risen to the point where uh, you're basically choosing between him or a goalie. <laughs> yeah, um, right. So, you know, it's real tough because he's on a heater of a lifetime, but I don't think I'm buying it. I, I've not been buying it and it's been killing me. And so at this point, you know, there might be just one game left. So I'm just going to shove it all in and hope it, you know, works out for me finally. Yeah, I I don't know. This is this is a really, really um, tough price point because it's so hard that you, well, it's so rare you can find a guy that has, you know, point upside with shot block and shot on goal upside, you know, kind of all in one. And he's been hitting that so often, um, but he didn't hit it last time, but he actually didn't hit any of that. It, it really is quite tough. Um, I could see lineup constructions where I include him in with a guy like Marcus, though. That's a bit of a savings on Pots Ready. Um, just kind of those two together and then finding a little bit more of um, kind of a more of a stars and scrubs approach. But if I'm going to play Montreal, I, I definitely want to get the full. So you're going to have to make some sort of concession. I could see the narrative of saying that that's your concession point. You're just not going to take that there and try to find someone down the list that's in a big role you know maybe you talk yourself into like a ben Sherratt, but he doesn't get i mean I, so it's already know what that their, their power play in montreal did like that, that doesn't feel great to target either so it, it's tough on the showdown slate it's going to be a mess for me and it is right now and i'm very <laughs> not i feel good about nothing um other than the fact that i i do think i'll have to fully in my lineup i think that that's you know i think he's cheap enough to definitely play other than that, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a mess at the top, especially um, because, you know, it probably kind of comes down to which goalie you pick and then the rest of it sort of builds itself. Thankfully, at the cheap end, we do have some just, you know, obvious good plays. Um, a guy like Nick Holden at 2K, it's not great, but it's certainly not bad. Um, he's been, you know, very, very uh, hit or miss. But that's what you're looking for from a 2K player. He's out on the ice 15, 16 minutes. Um, so he lets you fit in, you know, a bunch of good players, obviously. Um, slightly less interested in a guy like Eric Gustafson. However, if you are on both Caulfield and Toffoli, he's on the power play with them. So, yeah, he's getting way less minutes. Um, but he's probably got the best point upside because that power play is playing real well. Um, you know, unlike Vegas, Montreal's power play is producing, which is weird because – you know, yeah. Montreal's whole thing is they can't score on the power play. Um, but, you know, anyway, Cole Caulfield, pretty, pretty good. Um, so those are just a couple of the cheap names that really do stand out. Um, slightly more expensive that you could consider, in my opinion, would include uh, Keegan Colasar, who's been oddly active. He hasn't gotten the shots or anything, but he's, you know, sort of the, um, you know, GPP bet to score. He's been moved up the lineup a couple of times, strangely. Um, you know, so keep an eye on where he slots in as well. And then right there, sub 4K, you get to the rest of the, the quote unquote good plays. White Cloud, Braden McNabb, um, you know, just like they're fine. And I think certainly that pick two of those guys, you can play whoever you want at the top or just pick one of them and be selective with who you play at the top and you can get it done. So that's sort of the showdown slate. 
Um, you well, know, I, um, just to kind of touch on that, I, I think that if you're taking White Cloud or McNabb or maybe even Holden for that, you know, you're probably scripting a Vegas win because those guys see seemingly much less minutes in a game that they're coming back from because they just don't have the offensive upside as Petrangelo, Martinez, and Theodore. So I, I think if you are playing them, you're probably building around a Vegas lineup. And if you're taking some of these guys on Montreal that are cheaper, you know, like a Sherratt or something like that, you're probably going the other way with it. Um, Edmondson and Sherratt are probably only in lineups that you're saying, well, Montreal's going to win. I'm going to play, you know, Price. I'm going to play a couple of guys. And then I'm going to try to pray for an assist from a guy like Joel Edmondson and a blocks bonus. So that's, you know, kind of the, the way I would look at it. You know, if you're going to play in these guys at the bottom, but, but Montreal makes it a little bit easier because they're literally playing four guys almost exclusively yeah. uh, at five on five. And then Merrill and Gustafson very infrequently filter in. Um, so it's a little bit easier with them. But yeah, that that's good on that. And now, do you want to get to some player props before we yeah, get out of um, anything that you're saying? Yeah, I mean, we, we we have a few shot on goal props that I don't think would surprise anyone who's listening. Um, you know, Max Pacioretty over three plus one hundred two. Um, this seems like the perfect spot for him to show up and you know uh, <laughs> uh, put the team on his back, so to speak. He's uh, far and away the Vegas Golden Knights' best weapon. Um, you know, and he just has to get it done if they're going to stay alive in this series, you know, or the goalie's going to have to stand on his head. Um, I also think that even though Cole Caulfield doesn't make as much sense as Tyler DeFoley, I think you could easily bet both of them. They're right around even money, over two and a half right now. Um, maybe shop that around. I know we've been seeing some, uh, not big, but some plus uh, money on Cole Caulfield's over two and a half. Um, but, you know, that entire line's playing at over a 60% expected goals clip on the series. And I don't see that stopping here at home with the no sort of blanketing the top line, whoever they choose uh, to, you know, blanket him with. They'll definitely get the Caulfield, Suzuki, Toffoli line, some good matchups. So I do think that, you know, Caulfield and Toffoli are both good bets to hit their over two and a half shots. Um, so those are my favorites. I don't know if you saw any that stood out to you. Oh. I guess just a couple. Um, the first off, yeah, the Pacioretty one I think is really strong. It pushed last time. I was really on it because I said, like, why would you play Petrangelo with more variance from the point at worse odds than Pacioretty? Um, one player that's had at least two shots in every single game as an O over two is Nick Suzuki, who I think is going to get a lot of run. He's really coming to his own. He luckily hit that uh, two and, and pushed with the empty net goal. But I think that he has more upside than two shots in, in most games. He's going to see all the opportunities, you know, maybe you're thinking that oh, he's a bit of a pass first guy, but I, I'm not sure if that really is how he's going to profile or not. It, it seemed that way early, but in the playoffs, he has been shooting a bit more. So let's see what he ends up doing here. I don't mind that. Um, Cause I think he at least has two, although we're not playing for a push. I don't mind saying that like more often than not, he at least puts two and probably more. Uh, especially because he's done it versus Vegas every single game this time. And then everything else I pretty much agree with. I didn't really have anything extra to go into. There's no crazy mispricings. Um, I think that if you're getting, you know, a little bit different, one of these either Petrie or Weber to get a point prop, I think it's fine. Weber is plus 162, and I know he's been pretty cold, um, but these defensemen see a ton of minutes, like just for some reason not getting the point because of the power play, but – the power play isn't, you know, the only way yeah. they can get a point. So I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to take a guy like that who, you know, in a closeout game could see even more run than the 24 minutes. I mean, 
this 31 in that one, one of the overtime games, if you like think it go to overtime, like he's going to be really involved. So I don't hate it just because he's gone cold. It's come way, way, way down. Yeah. I mean, I would say that if you're sitting here, you know, looking to bet the defenseman to get points that your money's probably going to be better spent over on, you know, DraftKings showdown because these Montreal guys are so cheap. Um, if you build a Montreal wins lineup, it is actually really easy to do. Um, not only, you know, the, the Caulfield 7K, you know, just like way too cheap for his upside, but you're talking guys who play 25 minutes and can hit the blocks bonus, a la, you know, Alex Petrangelo, of course. Um, but Petrangelo is 9,600. Weber and Petrie are both 7K or less. Like it's literally less than the average cost of a player on the slate, like with a good captain. Like it's, it's just bonkers. Um, so to me, it makes a lot of sense to play those Montreal guys. If you like them just in a showdown team. Um, but you know, I'm not going to sit here trying to tell you if you're just a better to head on over the DraftKings and deposit, but you probably should, because that, I think that's, you know, the best place to spend your money. So, uh, any other thoughts here? I mean, we covered pretty much everything. I was nice to finally talk about this series. Uh, you know, I was yeah, out, right. uh, last week or uh, last show, obviously. And last week we covered, uh, we covered the Islanders Tampa. So, you know, it's been good to talk about this series a bit. I'm hoping personally for a game seven, because, you know, uh, who doesn't want a game seven. Um, but, you know, I don't really know how likely that is. I think it's truly, you know, a good bet that Vegas wins, but probably right about 155. So, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing this one and seeing a desperate team and seeing if the Cinderella story of the playoffs can uh, keep it going. So, yeah, no, I think I think that pretty much sums it up. Uh, I definitely, you know, I think that Vegas can find a way to get the win here. I do like the over a little bit more, and I know it, I don't think it's hit at all, right? The over hasn't hit once in this series. Is that correct? That is, um, that is yeah, true. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So it'd be the first time, um, and I, you know, I kind of like it. Um, you know, I, you know, sometimes when that happens, the books just keep getting away, further and further away. And you know, if we had a five and a half game in, during the season with Vegas, and we were like. You know, we would have taken it all day long at these odds. So, you know, I'm not going to completely get away from that just because of price being hot. Um, but, yeah, no, is there any of your favorite bets that you wanted to mention before we close out? Um, no, I, I mean, I think my favorite one is just around Max Pacioretty, uh, either to score. Um, I shopped it around. I found him at plus 182 on FanDuel. I, I really like that number. He's you know, he's the goal scorer priced near a guy like Mark Stone at plus 235. Like, no, just just give me max all day. Uh, I think that's a great number. And otherwise, you know, you know me. I'll be I'll be focusing on the showdown action and hoping to, uh, you know, run into the right lineup and take home 10K. So. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, you know, definitely check out prize picks. <laughs> Use code MMN for the $100 match bonus. Um Check us out on Twitter, up there, right below, always. Um, anything else? I feel like I'm missing something. No, um, obviously Check we don't know what these. All the Mayo Media. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. Yep, Mayo Media Network, always good stuff there. Uh, golf tournaments especially, get into golf. Um, but the uh, really, we don't know what the schedule looks like for the Stanley Cup Final. There's a very real chance, uh, depending on how these upcoming games go, that it goes Monday Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> and we don't get to speak. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but, you know, just, you know, whenever it's the potential last show of the year, just got to say thanks to everyone for checking us out all year. 
And if we see it, we'll see it. But if not, uh, hopefully you'll come back for uh, next year. So anything else you want to add, DJ? No, I, I think we'll talk again. I'm going to stay, right. stay hopeful. All right, cool. Uh, so anyway, big thanks to PrizePix for sponsoring the show. Check them out at prizepix.com. Use promo code MMN when you sign up for an up to $100 match deposit bonus. So from DJ and from myself, good luck, everybody. And we will see you.